We are on Woo! the mic. Yes. And I'm so excited. We are unqualified <laughs> and over opinionated with Angela Marion and Marion Angela. Woo-woo. Hey, everybody on live. Hello, live. We have an What's amazing yes. guest. And I have been waiting <laughs> for her to get here because she I is have, so excited I'm to have so you. I'm so like, excited. I'm so, Aww. so excited because like, I've been following you on your um, YouTube channel. <laughs> Glamorotica 101. Yes, you better plug yes. it. You plug, plug it. Plug it. And this channel will get your life in order. Yeah, in order and save your marriage at the same time. Save your yes. marriage, <laughs> and then you'll wish that you could come back in another life to repeat and be that same person. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, such a great review. Thank I'm, you. I'm so I glad need that in a written testimonial. Can you Girl. introduce our guest the right way, please? Absolutely. What is her name? This what is does she Tayomi, do? Naomi Glamorotica, sexpert. T- tantric is am i saying that right yes tantric practitioner tantric practitioner yes <laughs> okay so we didn't even want to do pop culture because i need the full we need the minutes. time we need the time to talk to you and hopefully she will get my life together in this short period of time yes. can you introduce yourself yes. to everybody let yes. them know where to yes. follow yes. you yes. just yes. to start off and yes. then we can get into it well, my name is Tayomi. Yes. People know me as Glamazon Tayomi online. Yes. I am a sexual health content creator, sex educator, tantric practitioner, and an, an international pleasure coach. International and I, pleasure coach. Yes. <laughs> and I, I started my blog site, Glamorotica101.com, back in 2011. And for the last seven going on eight years of my life, I've been working in sex education and in really just like life coaching people in the area of their sex lives. Yes. And one of my favorite things to do has been to create content for YouTube. So um, I just saw a lack of uh, diversity, Mm. a lack of um, blackness being represented. Yes, Yes. brown people (laughs) uh, being represented in this space. And people just weren't like doing the hands-on things that I was looking for. Like, how do you get into doggy style? Like, how do you Mm. perform in this position? Like, the how-to stuff. So I started making videos on YouTube, and they just started going viral. And I wonder why. (laughs) I wonder why, too. I wonder why. Y'all need to see these videos. Like, I I don't know how Angela even watched one. The way she blushes up. She look look at her. Just thinking about it. Y'all. Look at her face. She oh is straight up. Oh like God. she don't even know what to do with herself. And she was like, I'm gonna go to a class one day when I'm when I'm married. I don't know. For my husband. For my husband. I don't do Pretty nothing for nobody else. <laughs> Not Trudy. Pretty Trudy. But a lot of that comes, well, let me just preface this because the only reason why I'm blushing is because I was raised in the South Mm -hmm. and my mother was not the type of woman to be like, well, this is what you need to do. She was more excited about don't bring no babies home. Yeah. So, of course, I had my little fast little friend who shall remain nameless and she was the one who was like yo you need to mm-hmm. you know start performing head and well, doing things like that not performing head it's not, <coughs> not I didn't want to be you didn't even say it right I, you're so, you're so flustered performing head that's not <laughs> what, a thing what, what, what am I saying giving head oh giving, giving head, head or performing oral sex you had to decide so if you're going to be classy with it or if you're going all the 
way so to get straight in from both sides. <laughs> performing head. <laughs> performing head. Like, who, what was the last time? Ladies, what was the last time you performed head for your man? <laughs> but a lot of my, a lot of my oh questions comes from, you know, a lot of it is being, you know. You weren't supposed to talk about this type of stuff, basically, like right. when you were growing up. No, mm-hmm. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But I always but had a fast friend in the pocket. Tayomi, Tayo, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're also from the South. No, no, I'm from no. Chicago. Ah, oh, Chicago. I'm from that's Chicago. right. That's right. That's the right. Windy city. The windy, windy city. No, my my family is from the south. Okay. So when people hear me speak, they're like, "Ooh, you sound like you're from Atlanta." <laughs> <laughs> yes, ATL. I, it's it's northern charm with a southern twang. That's I love what it, it is. Mm. But um, you know, I I was raised in the church too, so yeah. I know how that can be. Like feeling like there are certain things you're not supposed to do because your religious upbringing has like told you these things right. and it takes time to like disassociate yourself with this identity that like you're doing something wrong by embracing your sexual desires I mean, right. people don't even know when you repress these things right they get worse they, they get worse they become <laughs> demons yes they become demons they become our inner fears look at and the so, whole catholic church i mean listen case in point and it's listen. like <laughs> When when you try to repress it, it comes out from the sides. So yeah. you start doing some shady shit. Yep. You know, can I say shady shit? You please don't. If oh, you don't okay. say all right. all right. shit, <laughs> girl. I mean, you know, I just don't know. Some podcasts be like, okay, so um, we can't use. Why are you? Why why would we have you on if we're gonna have? The, we are not. All right. We all are right. not we a want, censoring podcast. That's no not chaser. what we do. We want yes. no chase. Straight. I'm just saying. just use some lube. That's all. <laughs> you're gonna do it. Just ease us into it. Buy me dinner first. <laughs> okay so yeah you know um how did you get into what you yeah. what you do so again you know i started doing some research when i decided to shift my writing career into something that was a little more um me oriented <laughs> as far as like me working for myself yeah. and so in starting a blog i'm like all right i want to write about something that's going to be helpful to the world it's going to be you know substance field and something that I enjoy speaking about all the right. time because as a blogger, especially as someone that, that runs your own thing, you have to have willingness and you have to have passion to right. like get up and want to write right. every day. So I was like, oh, sex. <laughs> sex. <laughs> That's yes. so real though. Yes. And, and then I start thinking like, wait a minute, but what like black representation do we have, right. especially someone that's like young that like people right. can connect to when it comes to this information? And I was like, really nobody. Yeah. So... I was like, all right, I'm not going to be We had Corinne Skeffens, but she left right. us. That she was pretty much us. it. She went to Harvard. <laughs> but, um, so not you, really, no. She wrote one book. She wasn't really like, I mean, I guess she w- She did end up going to do like classes and stuff oh, like yeah, that. But absolutely. I don't think she was really, she um, never had a YouTube page that really like explained did no, stuff. No, like shout out to Corinne because I interviewed her for Ebony Magazine oh, right. for Ebony.com. And um, she was actually my first playboy radio guest when i had a a show on playboy radio so dope yeah she you know she was more about telling her story right and packaging her story to you know sell that and then eventually it moved into you know this space of well you know i can also educate people right you know teach the techniques yeah and (laughs) and uh (laughs) and you know for for means of of profit i don't know if corinne's motive is really like 
just to in, like, in that spread space. like yeah but she's moved on to like more lifestyle stuff which yeah. you know yeah. i appreciate and i'm happy she's like in a good space right now so there we go so yeah. there that's the pc answer yes. I like that. yes <laughs> we've seen a lot of people like on the blog space calling themselves sexperts how mm-hmm. do you become a sexpert is it just because well, this, I was in the house? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. This is the thing. Um, the term sexpert is very widely used, and mm-hmm. we are working in an unregulated industry. Right. So you do have a hierarchy here. You have people who have a formalized education who have gone and gotten, like, masters and PhDs right. in human sexuality. And, you know, they work in whatever capacity, whether it's, like, a, as a therapist or a researcher, whatever. And then you have people... Um, in the sex education space, which you don't need to have a formalized education or a formalized degree to teach that. Mm. You can take certification courses or you can be self-studied where you start picking up books and reading and then decide, oh, you know, I'm going to be a sex expert. <laughs> so, you know, in this space, it's like everyone isn't necessarily teaching the same things because you're you're also teaching from the space where you are, too. In right. your own personal exploration and connection to your sexuality. So you do have some people who are calling themselves sexperts, um, but really it's just a title to sell what they do or to right. sell sex right. in the form that they want to put it out there in the world. Right. So a sex blogger is not necessarily a sex educator. Right. You're just speaking about sex. You're leading your conversations own, like, about sex. Yeah, your own experiences, experiences and, stuff. and preferences. Got you. And so that's where we have to make sure that we are not getting things conflated. And because we are working in an unregulated industry, there isn't anyone that's checking it. Right. You know? So you kind of just have so to like do your own research about each person and you, see you, what you they're do. really about. Look at their messaging. Is it consistent? Because right. if there's any consistencies, there's a sign that, you know, there's things that they're working through too. And so there's a saying, you know, unhealed healers can't heal. Mm. So if you're if you're seeking someone out for advice on how to navigate your sex life, but you're seeing some problematic messaging right. within what they're posting or putting up, then you have to realize, hmm, maybe this person <laughs> isn't at the space in their exploration right? Um, where I can actually learn what I need to learn from them as a sexpert. When she starts yeah. saying, niggas ain't shit but hoes and exactly. tricks. <laughs> exactly. You said everything. You said everything. And you just like, girl, I you thought you was going to teach me how to deep throw tomorrow, and now you're not even talking about men anymore. I don't just, what the, what are we doing? Where yep. are we going? And you touched I see on, it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on something just a few minutes ago because I always say that you're only as good as your last partner. She says it every, every episode. I say it it's every like episode. And <laughs> it seems like people don't believe me because mm-hmm. with you. I saying, disagree so wholeheartedly. I just, I'm saying this because she just said it with the sexual bloggers. They You can only teach on your, you know, the level of exploration. So mm-hmm. you can't really be like, oh, let me deep throw and tell this person how to deep throw. And unless you, you successfully unless done you it. Unless you successfully done it. But at the same time, reviews. you can have like your your last partner might not have been a freak but the motherfucker before him was like on some wild shit and that doesn't mean your last partner is the most you know like don't judge me off my last partner my last partner might have been trash i'm amazing but i'm saying coming (laughs) i'm I'm saying coming up sexually because like i was saying like with being from the south you know country boys you know they do whatever they do but then i didn't really get into like exploration of sex until i moved like to Mm -hmm. atlanta the girls showed told me Mm -hmm. and me you know my roommate is very like and your roommate is a partner too like (laughs) this is how we have to look at these things like our peers are also our educators you know that's one of the ways we're programmed so your, your peers and the people who you consider as friends, people you love, like, 
they're educating you about sex too and right. yeah it, it could either be helpful or not helpful you yeah. know so right. that's why it really starts with the relationship with yourself like everyone's always like oh i'm gonna wait to learn this thing until i get a partner well <laughs> you, you are your own partner right and okay. you have to know what you like you have to know your boundaries you have to know things that you're willing to explore and then also how to communicate that stuff and then when it comes to the technique of sex it's like you can learn mechanics mm-hmm. you know because once you have it down and like muscle memory then when you <laughs> get down to the muscle real deal memory. muscle memory <laughs> you know, like going to the gym yes it is it is and that's something i teach primarily is like sensual fitness like mm. teaching you how to get your body mind and spirit i and saw shape. this thing in a um you know? i read this thing in like one of my little raunchy ass books i used to read when i was too young and it was like they had a whole thing called um sexercise and yeah. it was just like people like like women doing squats on dicks and stuff. It was like that was the <laughs> well, I don't, you know, <laughs> I teach it without the dicks, but you oh, know. there's no dicks involved. No, there's no dicks oh. involved. See, the way that I teach I is, is with yourself first, <laughs> right? You know, we're so quick to rush into partnered sex mm-hmm. that we forget that the first experiences we've ever had with sex was with ourselves. True, and Ooh. we completely negate that and we don't celebrate that in society. We only focus on vaginal penile penetrative sex as this you know this this beacon beacon of oh i've entered into sexual activity Mm. when actually you enter into sexual activity the minute you start flicking the bean flicking the bean like (laughs) choking the chicken so we think about it young (laughs) girls probably actually enter into sexual activity before young men but it's not really embraced for us to masturbate as much as it is for them to so, you you know, we're we're dealing with all kind of stuff like that. And people just want to jump into how do we do it? But it's right. like, right. what is the relationship with yourself like first? And what do you identify with? Mm-hmm. You know, are you comfortable expressing what you identify with? Because if you're choosing to live a life of like shame, right. or trying to be in the closet about how you want to express yourself Boop. sexually, all that's going to do is just make you feel worse and worse. And then you're going to start. Uh, um, interacting in unhealthy practices. Right. Safe. Uh, so safe health, sexual health practices isn't like, oh, we're using condoms. I mean, that's, that can be a part of it. Safe sex practices are also practicing sex consciously mm. without guilt or shame because then you're not going to put yourself in compromising situations. So you mean without like alcohol or no i'm not mean without alcohol i mean consciously doing this without shame Mm -hmm. a lot of people especially those of us who have grown up in the church you have this whole idea of oh this is supposed to be for my husband or just to make a baby right exactly yeah so you have to first drop the idea that any of that means anything it's like Mm. literally sex is a, a, a form and it's a meaningless thing that you give a meaning to. Like, it's a With vehicle. With the hand gestures. Yeah, it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. You know? <laughs> it's a vehicle of the sex. Put it in. This is, this is sex, yes. Put something in it. Oh, my goodness. So, that makes sense, though. You know, people just want to focus on, oh, just doing it, doing it, doing it. And it's like, okay, but w- what mindset are you doing this in? Because yeah. if it's coming from an ego space or a fear space, like you're sneaking around to do it. Right. Or you're feeling like, oh, um, I, I shouldn't be enjoying this. This is too weird right, or something. Right. Or, the, or the whole, you know, I still want to remain a virgin, so I'm going to take it up the butt instead. <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're having confusing. anal sex, right. You're having <laughs> anal sex thinking that, 
anal it makes sex you less like isn't sex. sex right you know and it's just all these crazy things that we believe because we're programmed to believe it right we first have to take care of that then when we when we can remove all that shame then we can practice in innocence and then be able to express to someone like hey i think you're attractive and I want to connect with you sexually. Slide in the DMs, Angela. You know, like, I mean, I slide in DMs all the time. Me too. If you don't give me one, all the time. right here. I mean, that is my shit. So that's my what homework. I do. That so, is your homework. So yes, you get it. So if you get a DM, yes, it, slide for me. It doesn't it matter. Practice. Practice. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be a yes. lay person. It could be a celebrity. It yes. could be a verified check. It doesn't matter. If I have an interest in this person, if I feel drawn, and especially if they follow me back. I was about to say, so what, what, you, what you been doing, girl? What you, you had a few, you had a few, a few, um, a few DMs that have been successful. Most of my yes, ma'am. Successful. And well, it's it, hard to look at your videos and not right. turn around and be like, "Yeah, well, I'm a, you know, it's, I am available." Actually, it's also business too. Like, right. I get a lot of clients through DMs mm, right. and stuff that I have mm. to like negotiate or like negotiate certain like event details. Right. So the DM slides aren't always for like sexual encounters or romantic interests. A lot of times, it's like me just chit chatting with people. Yeah, right? and that's a part of like what I do. You know, people look at me as like a celebrity or public persona but literally i'm a life coach yeah so i have to be interactive with people with people to really you know to get more clients and to help more people so um dm slides (laughs) um, that's that's me so what is your zodiac sign i just want to know scorpio I knew it. I knew Ruffio it. Sun. I knew it. Oh my god. Sun. Oh wow. A Virgo moon. Oh my god. I'm a Virgo with yeah. a Scorpio rising, it's and I feel like, like it that. fucking wow. shows. Yeah. yeah, it's usually like that. <laughs> People never like, think I'm a Virgo. Like they immediately, the first thing they think is like, "Are you a Scorpio?" Vir- yes. Virgos are my best friends. Yeah, because we're supposed to be. We're like good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> That's like our connection. Right. It's like even yep. like friendship, relationship, everything. Like I, but I can't find a Scorpio nigga to save my life. Life. Just for the record, everyone that's listening, if she you're a Scorpio, a Scorpio and you have some money, because like don't no no broke Scorpios, like y'all are, y'all are fun for last year. If you <laughs> if you're a Scorpio and you're successful, a successful Scorpio, oh let me you gotta be ready. Yeah, listen from a Scorpio woman's perspective of right. dealing with a male Scorpio, because I've definitely done it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I'm like, hey, nigga, you can't use the tricks that I, that I use <laughs> on me. <laughs> we one in the same, so let's not play these games. So, <laughs> you know, let's get into why you're here, because I have been somewhat, I'm the old lady peeking around the curtain. <laughs> what, know what y'all doing? <laughs> what y'all doing? Um, what Mr. Leroy doing over here? Because I first heard about, ta- is it Tantric? Is that tantric. 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 I heard tantric? about it. Tantric. Tantric. Everybody pronounces that A a different yeah. way, but wow. it's, it's all the same. <laughs> I heard about it through Diddy because yeah. he did. He went on a tr- a Twitter rant on how he's doing it for 24 hours one day on Twitter <laughs> with him and Cassie, and I was just like, "What is what is that?" And I come <laughs> that's the first out. time you ever heard of tantric sex. Yes, when I uh, that was Angela. That was like two years ago. That wasn't even that. Yeah, like that wasn't that long ago. Well, I, I, know I mean, that. you had never. Alone. I know. I I what? didn't. I didn't She's know. Not alone. I didn't know that it starts. It's a mental thing, and then it gets 
into and it's a thing that can happen for either a whole day or a whole week or things of that nature so explain that since you are queen mother (laughs) (laughs) you know goddess of tantric (laughs) people people conflate um tantric sex and tantra as Mm -hmm. one thing and it's not the same Mm -hmm. tantric sex is a result of regular tantric practice Mm -hmm. um sexually and non-sexually but Tantra itself is a spiritual practice. It's right. rooted in Buddhism. Mm. And it really is a, a healing practice. So in the West, we have Neo or New Age mm-hmm. Tantra, <laughs> which is just a bunch of tantric um, elements put together and watered down. But there is no true like spiritual lineage that backs a lot of what we see practiced here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, Tantra is a spiritual practice that's been around for centuries and it's it's started or originated in India. Moved and what's the premise of it? What is um, it? It's about creating present awareness pretty much and reaching enlightenment through pleasure. Yes. You know, so <laughs> there you know people get so caught up on the sex part that they don't realize that tantra is actually spiritual work. Right. And there's meditation, there's breathing, there's visualization, there's mantras, there's movement. Because it's like, it's, it's like you, it's like it's getting in touch with your entire body and feeling your entire body. It's and mind, being, body, spirit. Yeah. It's, it's weaving light and sound with form. Light being visualization, sound mm. being mantras, and form being your body. Mm. So you get to the tantric sex once you do the actual energetic work. Because we're working with our energy body mm-hmm. to reconnect the connection or the relationship between our infinite selves, which is our energy body and our relevant selves. Okay. So mm-hmm. there's breaks in that connection because we all have experienced trauma in some right. kind of way. And that disconnects us from truly being connected with life and all of life's pleasures. So when we speak about pleasure, people automatically go to, oh, sex. But there's three other ways that we can experience pleasure outside of sex, and we food. take it for granted. Yeah, I sensual, love food. sensual <laughs> pleasure. I'm hungry right now. I've been Me hungry. Me too. <laughs> I need some lunch. Like, okay. If you put like a really nice penis next to some cheese, I really can't make a promise. I don't know which one I'm gonna choose. Put the cheese on the penis. <laughs> yes. Two for one deal. Put the cheese on the penis. There you go. Not a, not a cheesy peen. <laughs> You know, just take a shower afterwards. Oh my God. Prevent the yeast infection. I was about to say, that's uh, all I can think of is like, Lord, that does not sound promising for the next day. Goodness. Nope. Just eat, eat it off, then wash it off, then go back there to the go. sex. There you go. Exactly. Know. There's levels. It doesn't have to be. People think sex has got to be straight. Like, listen, right in, it right. can be whatever. You know, it's true. You can play for a little bit with stuff like that. Like, incorporate food into your foreplay. Yeah. Eat food off of each other. Right. And go take that's a shower. That's one thing I think people have. Um, not people, but maybe just myself. Let me speak for myself because I'm really <laughs> my friend. That's what I think everybody that's me has been dealing with lately. Because I don't know, I my problem right. I, I'm single, mm-hmm. and so that's when not a I problem. no, it's a blessing. blessing. It really is a blessing. But the problem in the singleness <laughs> is that when I want to have sex, I I intentionally reach out to someone to have sex with them, right? Like like one person specifically, but basically. I know why I'm having them come over. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So the idea of foreplay is completely irrelevant because you're here 
for this act. Like, right. I don't need well, to, you know, like with your man and y'all live together, it's like you got to start each other up. You got to start sending nasty texts throughout the day and well, all this stuff. That's that's how you perceive it. But the mm. truth of the matter is foreplay is necessary Foreplay for you could be you are warming yourself up with the idea that you're ready to fuck. So right. by the time this person comes to you, you've already done your own foreplay. Probably. Before, <laughs> <but> foreplay <laughs> foreplay isn't just for married people and it's not yeah. just for people in like deeply monogamous romantic relationships. It's literally those things that you do to prepare yourself for sex. Mm-hmm. And if people saw it that way, instead of like, I don't know. Like a chore. This grand gesture of chores. Right. right then right. it would be framed differently. Like female bodies need more time to warm up. Gotta start the engine and warm up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much that can be done in foreplay, and like oral sex is not foreplay. It's oral sex. It's sex. Right? Yeah, it's oral sex. Do you think we're more with women? Are we like we need to be visually stimulated first, or do you think that it's? I think it's something it's else. a combination. For me, of, it's mental. It's a combination yeah. of a lot of things, and every woman's different. But mainly, right. women need to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Women right. first and foremost have to feel safe, like they can be comfortable. So you know, the environment has to facilitate that. Clean room, good smell. Hello. Right. Hello. Listen. <laughs> listen. Take your trash out. Make your bed. All of that. All of that. Sweep the floor. Make sure the right. bathroom. Pick up clean. the other chick's panties from the back of your door. <laughs> like I don't need to see that. All of that. I don't need that. All of that. Like you don't want to see nobody else's funky drawers. Exactly. Like, At least kick them under the bed or something. <laughs> Shit. You just got them out. Just out. She gonna pick them up later, motherfucker. If you don't. No. Create a comfortable space yes and then make sure you know you have everything that's necessary like right water make sure the room is warm you know right. cater to her interests that all that is including foreplay right. get me some weed smoking you're like having weed. a session before yes, <laughs> yes. having a session before that's foreplay for foreplay. me it right. is yo but that's what i'm saying a blunt people have this perception of foreplay like it gotta be all this freak nasty shit no it doesn't it's whatever you need to prepare for sex so if hitting the blunt makes you feel relaxed and you like ooh I'm getting juicy hit the blunt (laughs) juicy juicy (laughs) feeling juicy (laughs) you know foreplay could be could be um, I think foreplay is also a good thing is like um because I, I always say this, when I was in a long-term relationship with my ex-fiance, like, right. one of the things I love to do is if you, like, schedule sex, but, mm-hmm. like, then you talk shit for, like, the day leading yes, up right. to it. You know yes, what I mean? Right. Yes, yes, like, yes. that, all that anticipation will really, like, yes, get you does. both, like, right. at a completely, like elevated state of like yeah. I need you right fucking now as soon so as I get home. So what if you're with someone who doesn't like to talk dirty? Because I like oh, I like dirty talk. Like I like someone <laughs> who was mm-hmm. sending me texts talking about I'm Let me see them titties. Send me a titty bit. But with, how do you get someone like if you have a partner who maybe be conservative because there's yeah. a lot of people who are like from the Caribbean and they're also super conservative like until they're voting. not because Caribbean men not, eat more ass they than eat anybody. More ass than anybody. That's how I, feel. But, I mean, but I'm saying, how would you? How would, like, if you came? Across, I don't know. If you came across know. a partner who who. If you know that you like someone to say, come fuck me or what you doing tonight, blah, 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 blah. How would you teach someone to do that? Well, it's two approaches of this. Number one, you have to uh, honor a person's autonomy in the space where they are. Absolutely. And realize like you're making a request. So if your partner is not ready to like move beyond their hangups in this, you got to make it okay. Throw them away. away. (laughs) No. No. Because would you want to be thrown away? 
<laughs> probably will. Would you? He but probably will after this episode. If this girl don't stop you? telling me nasty shit, I don't like that shit. I don't like but that. But listen, <laughs> seriously though, would you want to be thrown away mm. if, if you are not in a space in your sexual exploration yet where you feel comfortable expressing yourself things, yeah. in certain ways? Would you want a person just Fair. to give up on you and be like, oh, I mean, oh, I think for me, I've it would had be someone throw me away for that. But do I you, wasn't giving head? But do that you was whack. Want to be? No, you, you not giving head be. was whack. I was in high school. I wasn't. Uh, you were in high school. You got to answer the question though. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be see. I come on these podcasts. Y'all be avoiding my questions. <laughs> y'all be avoiding my questions. Would you mm. want to be thrown away because someone is impatient with your process of a- approaching and and um becoming in tune with your sexuality no i i i appreciate a teacher okay i appreciate a teacher i do so see i'm opposite though like for me i i find that i have my best sex with someone that i'm actually compatible with on multiple levels and Mm -hmm. one of those is how do we communicate about sex Mm -hmm. so like if i am a person that likes to send nasty shit like and he's not reciprocating that it gets frustrating because i'd be like nigga i'm trying to sex you and you're not like you're leaving me on red i just sent you some nasty shit bringing up a good point here (laughs) the point point is this you have to be compatible yeah Mm -hmm. if you know that you are not a teacher if you know that you don't have the patience (laughs) to uh, assist someone in teaching them or showing them how to express themselves in this way and having the patience to go in baby steps with them, right? then why are you trying to join with them sexually? You're literally creating the problem for yourself and frustrating yourself. Exactly. Mm. Then you turn around and put it on them. And then, as you're, if vic- their and then fault. you're victim blaming. Right. Exactly. Now, now you're playing the victim as if they're attacking you or there's something wrong in your relationship when really it's like this person came to you as, as an individual not knowing what to do right. and this is a desire that you have and also a silent expectation, especially if you don't communicate this something that you want Word. so then it's like it turns into an attack mm-hmm. because now all of a sudden it's oh there's something wrong with you because you can't meet my expectation right, right. and now she's whack oh right. she's a whack chick or whatever right. and it's and like I've heard you men say that yeah like, oh she's whack and he didn't never you I'm didn't like, never tell her that you like to have your dick sucked through your jaws like you didn't yeah. say that shit she yeah. was she was ready to do it you just yep. gotta pull it out the jaws but the whole time there's no communication you needed right. yeah you no needed like soggy ball you know right. soggy fucking draws and she didn't know that that's what you needed <laughs> and now you mad at her oh my it's god it's messed up that's the whole thing it's like yeah. we have to um when we say we need to create boundaries the boundary is also a standard like what mm-hmm. what, what are you willing to accept and how much are you willing to give how much mm-hmm. are if, you willing to give if exactly. you are not willing to give the same respect that you would want from someone right then don't take on that relationship because literally relationships, even if you you deem them just sexual, are all lessons. Absolutely. You know, we're learning something through every experience with people that we choose to interact with, especially sexually, because really all of our sexual connections or sexual joinings or experiences are all about us reaching the divine and having that connection with God. That's, that's what we're yes, truly looking for. That's I knew I wasn't wrong. I but that's what that. we're truly <laughs> looking for. But there's a mistake in this, though. Right. The mistake is in thinking that it is our bodies that's going to get us there. Mm. You know? And so we sometimes unnecessarily join with people physically because right. we think that that is what's going to make us feel closer to God. And that's not true. Because, again, sex is a vehicle. And if that vehicle was not carrying love and consciousness, then it's going to be carrying fear and absent-mindedness, which is eventually going to end up hurting you. So wow. while you think, 
oh, we're just scratching the itch. We're just, you know. Right. But you, sometimes there's an itch, Taomi. It's not sometimes. <laughs> but you don't. And, and just like a back, like your back. And, but you listen, can't reach it. But listen. Okay. Listen. <laughs> listen. Everybody has an itch. Yeah. Right. It's not about the itch. It's about the purpose. Mm. Are you scratching this itch because it's really an itch that's trying to distract you from your work or distract you from from being on a loving purpose or is it an itch that is causing you to draw closer to this person because there is something you need to learn and express through a sexual joining with them Mm. it's the purpose that matters why are you doing it because sometimes our itches are really just like procrastination or distractions or temptations that's taking us off of our course and we want to label it and say (laughs) we want to label it and say Oh, but I'm sexually liberated. I can do whatever I want to do. Yes, you are. (laughs) And you want to know also what sexual liberation is? Having the consciousness to know between a temptation and something that's truly going to be enriching. Mm. And that is true liberation is when you can enact or employ that type of, of dissonance, like knowing this over here, yeah, it's going to feel good. It looks good. But this is truly a distraction mm-hmm. right. because so much bullshit mm-hmm. comes along with this. smells like shea butter <laughs> and broken promises. And that is not the whole temporary. We don't need that. Ladies, summer is coming. Stay focused. Yeah, stay woke. Does it feed your inner soul <laughs> as much woke. as it scratches that itch? Seriously, because, I mean... It's one thing to scratch an itch and then you leave from that and you feel unsatisfied and right. you feel like your energy has been pulled on because it has. You just had a vampirish experience here. Vampirish. But it's, I love it. Yeah. She's, she's been dropping words. I'm here yeah. for the, I love it. You know, we, we sleep with people who literally are just succubus and incubus of our yeah. sexual energy and they use it for themselves. This yeah, is a real right. thing, you know? Absolutely. And so if you ever feel like a hard pull on your energy after you've interacted with somebody sexually, you know, damn, somebody just didn't zoop zoop. Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> came over and plugged in. Exactly. <laughs> and this wasn't even like, transformative or healing for me that's why i'm like what consciousness are you interacting in sexually so do you only have do you only have sex that is completely and deeply fulfilling or do you ever scratch itches um when i scratch an itch it's gonna be if if i feel like it's not going to be purposeful then i will have sex with myself but I'm here's not, the thing about that. Let's I'm here's, not, here's, I'm, here's the thing because I I am see, a strong and um not only you know believer um like I'm not only a customer you know I'm a president <laughs> of the team you know self pleasure I'm all about it I have multiple mm-hmm. toys I think it's a great thing. However, there is just something that I can't. You know, I can't like grab myself from the sides and do certain things well, yeah. to myself. Human that connection, like, you, you can't need. replace that. And yeah. again, I'm focused on not the physical aspect of the act. Mm-hmm. Internally, intentionally, why are we doing this? Because literally, if it's just like I want to fuck, because I want to fuck all day, every day, I do truly. <laughs> right. But if it's just me reaching out because I just want to fuck. There is something that I'm choosing to distract myself from. Hmm. That's what I see it as because if if this isn't going to be something that I know is going to be fulfilling, especially if I'm reaching back to a fuck boy, like right, if those reach- be the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're the and best they're reliable. Dick they and bubblegum. Dick and bubblegum. They and are the stale bubblegum. The <laughs> best distractions. They are. You know? For That's me, true. I'm like I'm choosing to level up. You know, do I have so so? What people typically are asking. When they ask me this question is, do you have casual sex? Casual sex yeah. is like, 
I have sex with people. Yes, yeah. I do. And mm-hmm. we don't all have romantic connections. Like we're just partners, right. you know? Right. But the people that I choose to interact with are people I'm conscious with. Right. People who I know we're on the same vibe, the same wavelength. I know if I allow you into my personal space, this is not going to be a distraction to me. Right. This is going to help push me forward. You know, you're going to drop some gems on me and I'm going to learn some shit. This isn't just like, all right, I'm coming over to just have some absent-minded sex. We both may be kind of tipsy or drunk. Right. You know, like there was a, a point in time in my life where I just accepted whatever kind of sex. But now I'm like, I have to be more conscious in the energy that I'm choosing to join with. Because if I'm not using my sexual energy purposefully, especially when I'm choosing to get about my bed and go <laughs> be with somebody else. In New right? Jersey. Oh, I'm not doing that. Thank you. Um, I just can't. Why would I do I that? Can't, I can't condone it. It's I'm just, not I'm not getting No, I live You have to pass so many other penises to get to Jersey. There's so many other. Like the one that, that, I, that I, I live with, my husband, right. you know. Like, why would I leave exactly. my, the comfort of my home <laughs> to go travel to dick in jersey in jersey not jersey dick. and then again or staten island dick it's That's too like, far so when you look at it in that perspective it's like then what are you doing it for for real because yeah. if it if it doesn't make sense to travel that far to jersey it shouldn't make sense to go around the block if right. literally it's That's not real. if it's not enriching you and fulfilling you in that way you know i only want to join with conscious good healing dick but <laughs> you're speaking so, with conscious dick but yes. you're married yeah, let's get into that. So, yeah. so you're married. Uh, that was a. What is that? that was what a, does that mean? Ding. <laughs> that was, what does that, that mean? That was a My, side <laughs> that, was, that was me peeking around the like, curtain, like peeked up, like. Oh, what? Wait, so wait, wait a minute. Is, what does marriage mean? What does the question is? What does your marriage and how look do like? You have yes. time to travel, and it's in your house. Or well, Angela, yeah. What does marriage? What does marriage mean to you? Mm. It means here we go. It means a commitment. <laughs> what does a commitment mean to you? It means something that I'm focused on, and that's that fulfills me in my life. And it shit. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I just open up a damn book. Fuck. It's 2019. Fuck them all. Fuck them rich ass niggas. Well, that's that's oh the thing. That's the question that I think a lot of people don't ask, ask themselves. Me that. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready. I know. <laughs> a lot of people aren't ready for the questions that I have for them. Right. You know? <laughs> that's why sometimes in these interviews, people just glaze over stuff because they like, I ain't trying to go that deep right now. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to keep it superficial. <laughs> but um, so that's the question people have to ask themselves, and I don't think a lot of people ask themselves that question: What does marriage mean to me? Before they get into it, because again, we are programmed by society, Absolutely. by pop culture, by our parental units, and by religion to view marriage as this thing that God sanctions between two people, yada yada yada. But a right. marriage is really just a joining of two things or a few things, right? If you look at the formalized definition of it, but really, it's like. What does this relationship mean to you? If you are choosing to join with somebody as a life partner and you both have decided we're going to live our lives parallel. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying here? We're going to live our lives parallel with each other for the rest of our lives. So you got to ask yourself, where are we going? What is this relationship for? Mm -hmm. What is the purpose? People get married because they want to be financially stable, they want Word. to meet a status, right. um, they want to look a certain way, they want right. to have companionship, they want lifetime entertainment, they want free lodging, whatever. Like there's, <laughs> there's literally facts. I want somebody to buy my cocoa puffs. Exactly. <laughs> I just need somebody to buy me cereal. Take out the tray. Take out the tray. Yeah. Wash them damn dishes. Exactly. Have some babies. 
exactly. men get married to have babies sometimes yeah. a lot to, of times to procreate just, just yeah. for the babies to make sure that their lineage can go on and right. so marriage in itself doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. it's literally a form like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. that a lot of people give meanings to that they don't even give it to it themselves it's literally what they've been told right it should be facts and so my husband and i when we got together we both expressed we are both non-monogamous like That's i'm good. not moving forward in this relationship pretending like i'm mono anything right i'm not you can't put me in a box i refuse to be controlled and i refuse to be told that i'm wrong for loving people the way that i love people oh god nope there you go god was like hello like hello drop 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 in my lap see and i love that you said that and the reason why and i want you to continue what you're telling us about your husband and you but i love the fact that i think people really especially um church like god-fearing people they Mm -hmm. really love to separate the idea of god and sex yeah and to me that's so like they think oh a woman that's promiscuous or you know whatever the word means because i don't even know what that means but uh, you know a woman that enjoys huh (laughs) Mm -hmm. after today i don't know what i don't know whoever i don't know who anybody is i don't know i'm just fucking i'm just trying to feed my inner being energy light with my vagina (laughs) 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 but like the thing is like real talk you know there's so many people that will be married and miserable mm-hmm. and then there's people that are married in non-monogamous married relationships and they are super happy yeah. because mm-hmm. they're not fighting themselves to be into something you know to conform to something that does not work for them yeah. but then there's all these people that especially as you're growing up and you're in the church or your you know your grandparents whatever will tell you like well you know that's that's your husband that's right. about that's you know why get married if you're not gonna just be with each other and da 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 right. and it's like yeah. you have to then it takes so much to break past you yeah, gotta just be really, I guess, like self, self, um, you gotta confident, self aware, and you have to own what you feel and who you are. Like I know, I've known for a very long time. Like monogamy is not my thing. I tried mm. that shit. <laughs> you was out I here. Tried that, <laughs> I tried that shit. I, I ended up in like an abusive relationship. Oh man! And ended that. And from that point, I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm not doing any commitments. I'm being free. And so yeah. I've had a lot of relationships, all quite non-monogamous, you know, sometimes unethically non-monogamous, but whatever, <laughs> you know, I went through the process of learning and seeing, you know, what relationships dynamic, like relationship dynamics I wanted. Yeah. And, um, you know, getting into this relationship with him, I was like, <laughs> I gotta take a stand now because right. I can no longer lie to myself because clearly I'm not being successful in my romantic encounters that I want to go further right. because I'm not truly being honest with myself and I'm trying to shift and change myself to fit with somebody I can't do exactly. that exactly so wow. I was like I'm letting you know so you told him from the gate this is what yeah, it is because what like when did is. you tell him first uh, date second date I want to know like when does, never had when does this conversation happen we literally never had dates it was like we met on a flight going oh. to Chicago mm. and um, we rode the train together and then from you there you fucking that nice no oh, I was damn. celibate I was really hoping yeah oh. I was practicing what? celibacy when I met my how husband how long have you been celibate what's the longest I was I was, I was celibate for about a year and, oh. uh, and oh. some change oh, but now I didn't get off the floor I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even know what to <laughs> yes I, I <laughs> met him in 2017 Christ. so I was like a year in and I had told one of my mentors I was like I'm gonna I think I'm gonna save it until I'm getting married like until I meet my husband at least not like getting married but I had no so idea it would happen that quick you know 
So Maybe because God knew you was going to burst if you didn't get to Listen, it. I was so God fine. God was like, we're not going to stress her out. Let's so just make it happen. I was so fine being celibate because really? I was already expressing another part of my sexuality, which is BDSM. So I want to get into That's coming next. We're talking yeah. about that <laughs> shit. And I, I just want to make sure we're I, clear. I literally <laughs> was like, you know, when you are celibate, you have to keep the fire burning mm-hmm. you oh. cannot just let sit it die on your sexual energy because it will become stagnant and it's just like a car that's been sitting for two years without running the oil is gonna be if you don't trash, use it right. you lose it I mean, <laughs> you gotta keep the fires burning so i was like wow celibate i was still self-pleasuring which is yes. fine it's, yeah. it's your journey and then i also was exploring bdsm so two things that i had i came to him with when we met was I'm kinky, I'm celibate, and I'm non-monogamous. And these were three things that... From the gate. Yeah, from the gate that I I felt like, man, you know, it was like like me facing my biggest fears because I had to completely, like, release attachment to him. Right. I was like, he could say he's not into any of this. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to just take it on the chin and keep it moving because then that means that there's somebody out there greater for me who will accept all of me and everything that That I come with that is so Mm -hmm. real because that's like I think the biggest fear that a lot of people have is like do I do I really put you know a good man like a good guy like Mm -hmm. you meet a good man and you're like you know what all right, let me not let me not scare him away. Basically, like I think women do that all the time. But let me tell you how that's but a compromise. Also tell your standards from the gate, yeah, mm-hmm. and then that that lets the ones who are is down for whatever you're talking about, and that that weans out the weak. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's the part that we don't realize is like when we compromise and try to say, oh, let me censor myself, let me not be as extra. Right. Oh, let me not wear that wig today because it might be <laughs> too much for him. Let me put on this demure. But it's never too much for who you're supposed to be. <laughs> right, with. and so mm. and so when you can put your your best self forward and you say, this is who I am. These are my standards. This is what I identify as, and you say take it or leave it. And you mean that with love. Right. And then yeah. you make it okay the way, like, if that person's like, nah, I can't get with that, then you just part ways and you know that you're literally setting the standard because right. you're not compromising to accept something that's not honoring who you are. Too many of us are willing to compromise who we are just yeah. for a nut. And it's not even a full, substantial, right. life-giving nut. Like, <laughs> you sitting it's up a little li- a mini nut. Right. It's like, <laughs> like that's it. Just nut a little peanut. Kissing. Yeah. Not even that. Not <laughs> even a whole walnut. It's, it's just a peanut. <laughs> it ain't even a full <laughs> peanut. It's like a half of the peanut. And somebody yeah. nibbled off the edge. It's, like, edge. You know, it's not even salted. That. Exactly. It's dry. Just a dry, dry unroasted <laughs> ass. Just dry. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so we compromising for some dry ass dick, dry yeah. ass pussy. Oh, and I mean gosh. that fig- figuratively and physically. Mm-hmm. Like we do all this compromising because we think that that's how it's supposed to be. And really, it's like everybody has their idea of what intimacy looks like. Right. I mean, there's even people who don't have sexual desires at all. Asexual. That's real. People. Yeah. That's yeah. real. And, um, you know, so what intimacy looks like for them could it's just quite, be like it's quite different yeah and then even the whole idea of rejection is like if we can reframe that it's like a person literally, literally is not rejecting you they are rejecting their idea right. of you or the idea of what it means to be with you or join right. with you sexually or whatever and if they're saying no that is divine protection basically pointing you exactly. in the right direction exactly how do you 
you have gonna have me up in all these DMs today. I'm saying. <laughs> but wait, shoot, shoot, your shoot, shot. Shot. shoot, shoot that shot. Shoot that shot. Just shoot don't shot. feel any shoot type shot. of way don't if you miss. Like, exactly. <laughs> look, look. How many how many <laughs> shots has Steph Curry had to miss before he actually like perfected his jumper? Facts. You know what I'm Facts. saying? But how I'm, many how many raggedy hoes <laughs> did he have to date before he met? At, uh, is it Aisha? Aisha. They, they met in church camp. Don't start. <laughs> they did. Don't start. We they wasn't. Did. You're not following. Oh, the, I got it. I'm I trying to it. get to. Yeah. But I'm making a point. But seriously, <laughs> and people don't even understand what shooting your shot means. Like they only apply it to romantic shit or right. like sexual encounters. Shoot your shot at everything in life. Word. Like I sh- look. I shoot. I shot a three pointer <laughs> when I met Issa Rae. I was like Issa. I'm. I've been trying to meet you because I want to work with you. Right. That's shooting your shot. Having the confidence to be like. You know what? It's now or never. Three, right? You know, fade away. And I and I definitely scored. Yeah. How right. how would you even know that you're going to score if you don't even just aim for the bucket? People be so shook yes, at the idea of missing because of somebody being like, "Oh, you airballed," or "Oh, you bricked." It's like, right. well, who's truly watching you though? For real, for real. <laughs> you sliding into a DM. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> not with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> but see, with me, I have I have confidence. Like I have confidence. You don't have. It's your I problem is you don't. You have confidence, like, and you also you also have too much pride. Oh and yes. You, your pride. If pride. her pride gets hurt, her number one thing is don't embarrass me. That's her don't. number one. <laughs> She'd rather you slap her in the face. Then embarrass her in public. Like that's that's how. So you gotta learn absolutely. how to laugh at yourself. They, I laugh at myself, or not care what people think. Like I you. laugh with myself. But it, for me to know that <laughs> I have all this going on, and then I decide to say, you know what? I think I want to say hey to such and such, and then he be like, you know what? No, <laughs> I will blow up the whole building. <laughs> It's understandable, you know. <laughs> we, we we all are in different <laughs> journeys, different journeys. I will different journeys. blow it all the way up because I, I guess for me, I feel like you know everybody when they're saying, "Oh, the person that I want to be with, or I want to do with, she has to have this, 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 this." Right. And I've taken pride in doing the checklist, double major check, Went yeah, to school check. Ain't wasn't no. I can't say what? Say Don't no say ho. ho. <laughs> man, they like hoes, ho man. Ho! They, they love hoes. Literally. They love hoes, man. What did Kanye say? Yeah. You're such a fucking ho. Yeah, I love man. it. But at the same time, I did all that. And then now I'm just like, it's almost like you going to college and finding out that you should have just got your. You should have been a stripper. You should have always been a stripper. That's how it feels like. Yeah. You know, so, First of all, well. I, I I just believe that you should always be a stripper. If you got, I really should have, and I always blame my father yes. for loving me a little too much and yes, like making me feel much, a little too concerned about what would happen if he found out that I was stripping. That's the right. only the only reason I didn't become a stripper. I but, swear to God. But that's what I think I'm not about even joking. because because <laughs> I'm the type I'll have like five minute crushes and be like. In five minutes, we done got married. We done had a baby. We done yes. and he I used to won't be even, like that too. He won't it's even, terrible. And what's so crazy about it, he won't even know about it. Whoa. He, he won't even know about it. And then I'd be mad because he didn't know about it and he didn't act like I thought that he was supposed to act. Was it a thing? Because you, you, had these, you were holding all these silent expectations. I exactly. Know. Now it's you had this whole relationship and breakup in your head with him. So Girl. when he comes. And now y'all can't talk. Fuck you, nigga. Now I done blocked him. I done took him off of IG. Cheating on you with chicks that weren't even Girl. like a problem. Girl. <laughs> it's a mess. I'm a Gemini. That's Listen. Not just, you know, I have a whole conversation by myself. I But I feel That's what you're funny. saying with. um I think uh, we always talk about this. And whenever we have people on that talk about sex, we always. My number one thing is always like 
like you know self-knowledge first right. because once you know yeah. yourself then you can start to set your standards and it's it's not only is it okay to have standards it's actually necessary yeah you and know? you're not gonna like everything like people feel, oh my god people feel <laughs> so goddamn pressed around mm. the idea of not liking something oh right. i don't like head i don't like i don't like giving head how can i change that you don't like Why it. Do That's you, fine. Yeah. How do you that, not like it? That I mean, some people don't. Some people are grossed out by the whole mixing of bodily fluids and bacteria. Right. When I found out that yada. I could do it, that's like my favorite thing to do. Oops. Like favorite thing. To say one more. Do. Say more. Say. It's look at my the camera. Favorite thing <laughs> to do. Angela I done. I love done blossom. She's talking about she approved. Yeah, Hello. Okay. I this love is it. this is the Gemini shit. You I see earlier in the episode when she was blushing and now she's but talking about gagging on the dick. It's more about me. Gag. Performing go, head. Go, go. Performing yes. head. Go, go. The reason why I like it because <laughs> I I like to <laughs> go, 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 go. I like to be in control right and there. I love hearing someone exactly saying it. my name. I love the grunt of it all. Okay. I love all of that. Yes. Good for you. I this wasn't it. about just f- so we're clear. <laughs> this wasn't a breakthrough for you to start liking head. Thank you. I'm just so we're clear. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo. This was she was saying other people that aren't Angela. She was don't like, Enjoy giving and head like, and it's okay. She was like, "What? <laughs> what?" She was like, thun, 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 thun. Who, said, "Who said that? You don't give head? Who said that?" She put on a cape for head. She was like, thun, 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 thun. Yeah. She came Girl. out the woodwork. Listen, if you can't suck dick, I don't slow. know what you can do. She was over there sleeping. She said, "What?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! So Angela's Angela's husband, if you're listening, she's gonna suck your dick. It's not gonna be a concern to y'all. You don't even have it's not gonna be a problem. Morning, night. Just ask her to stop. That's all you got to do. Just say, baby, I have to go to work. I have to at some point. I got to get up. Oh, so you good then? What was you complaining about earlier? What was you complaining about? This girl over here talking about... I'm a pre- I'm I am do everything. I got double major. Da, da, da. Yes. You suck dick. You're fine. That's all you got to do. That's it. They- yes. Yes. I'm now, delivered. <laughs> now, the only thing you're going to have to do is sort you know, through the bullshit. Sort, yeah, sort through all the <laughs> religious murkiness. Absolutely. You know, you'll be good. You know? Absolutely. So, oh, my God. That was funny. But listen, okay, because I, I really I appreciate everything you're saying so far. <laughs> and I want to kind of segue. It's a terrible segue. I wish it was smoother. But I want to. <laughs> get into the BDSM thing yeah, so okay. when I when Angela pitched the idea of having you on the show <laughs> and I got into researching you I was like hell fucking yes because I want so badly to like get into this lifestyle and like really start to explore it I need to but they get cost money and I'm poor so it's no, like, girl, how do you let me tell you a lesson that my great aunt Nicole God bless her soul yes ma'am my mother's sister <laughs> oh Nikki she taught me yes Nikki <laughs> taught me the 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 um technique of bartering oh. bartering will get you so many places and get you so many things because if you are willing to trade a skill mm-hmm. or trade an object or trade something of equal value Knowledge. in exchange right. for said service or thing, then you in there. So people oh. say things like, oh, I'm too broke to afford a coach. When you say stuff like that, what you're really saying is, I don't value coaching at this time. Mm. You can't afford it. Because if Beyonce or whoever's your favorite artist hey, was coming to town, tickets. you will be like, I got that. I got it. I, I got oh, it. Wow. I mean, so that, that just, that's a sore topic. Well, you know, yeah, it is. Oh and my people, God, what time is 
is it? Is that, oh my, you know, it's like, oh, wait, oh, wait. Yeah, just tell, don't read me it's now. Just, it's fuck you, O'Clock. <laughs> <laughs> Open the page. Oh, oh my God. Fuck you, O'Clock. Okay, but all this aside, because I am I am <laughs> yeah. interested in doing the coach thing, but what so. I was thinking about doing, so first of all, let's 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 backtrack. I would like for you to explain to our listeners yes. what be because people are very confused, I think. People mm-hmm. immediately hear BDSM or bondage, and they this think why I'm people want to get hurt and all this stuff. Coach. Right. Because getting a coach isn't just working with somebody one-on-one. There mm-hmm. are plenty of BDSM professionals that throw classes in New right. York City. You know, you start there, seeking out education, whether it's an online class or a class that you can take in person mm-hmm. or going on YouTube and, you know, finding videos. Cause there are videos out there, but specifically the videos that cater to whatever it is you're wanting to look into. Because BDSM is an umbrella. Right. So explain it's that for acronym. Our, uh, what does it mean? B for explain. bondage, D for mm-hmm. domination, S for sadi- sadism, M for masochism. Mm-hmm. Sadism being people who derive pleasure from enacting pain on people. Mm-hmm. Masochists being people who enjoy receiving uh, pain and mm-hmm. they derive pleasure from that. Mm-hmm. So all of each each letter of the acronym can be expressed in a myriad of ways. This is why I say get a coach. Because this is considered to be the shadow side of sex, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> because we are tapping into um, dark desires, right? as we call them. So having a coach will help you navigate that darkness. Like when I went into it, I was like, yo, this is a <laughs> lot. This is a lot. And then being a black woman, right? I'm like a unicorn walking into this space where you know things can get real murky right so for me i was like i need to find my soul tribe in this and i need some help and i want to work with people who look like me right Right. that's the biggest concern honestly like i don't know where to find the other brownies that do this shit well i mean i'm the plug you know i'm gonna get your information i'm coming through I, I'm so not even joking. Just just settings, so we're all clear. Just I'm setting so Jasmine. Serious. You gotta look them up on Instagram. Just setting Jasmine mm-hmm. and King New War. I was gonna say King. Um, I had I had messaged him. Bless I'm not gonna King. lie. He's, he gave me information about the whole um sessions and everything. I'm strongly yes. considering doing Blessed it. Blessed King. Yes. They. I mean, their their wow. YouTube videos. Listen, be wow. off the chain. Their Royal Fetish Film videos. Shouts out to Royal Fetish Films because we won oh. an award together collectively yes. for a All video right, that I produced. Yes. And, and filmed. Yes, okay. ma'am. And we also have a project coming out with um, Erica Lust mm. next month. That's going to be a very um, a good thing because it's going to show you what coaching is all about. Right. Oh. So I always advocate for coaching, and people don't know what a coaching session looks like, but literally all of the aspects of what it means to go into this space, you can get all those questions answered, and you know it's going to be comprehensive, sound education. Mm. And it's going to be with people who look like you, so they right. understand what it means to be black. And to go into this space as well because we are often fetishized as well. Yeah. And sometimes people don't know boundaries when it comes to play. So there are rules and and standards and things that you have to know about going into this space. And then, like, let's say bondage is your thing where there's all types of forms of bondage, you know, from rope bondage to saran wrap, mummification, um, using ribbons. I mean, there's so many different ways 
that you can do the ties and right. you know cuffs and things like that. So bondage comes in a bunch of different ways. And so you might say, oh, I'm not into bondage. But when you get with the coach, a coach is going to run down the gambit of what bondage looks like. You. Right. And so you might be like, oh, I'm not into rope, but I don't mind my, my ankles being um, uh, bonded with right. some, some bondage tape, which is very safe right you know and it comes off easily or you might be like i'm not into rope but i mean handcuffs i like that that's the form of bondage so when you get with a coach they can really help you flush out what your kinky personality is and help you embrace that stuff because if you try to go it on your own it's going to feel very overwhelming and quite scary right i think for me i've i've i'm pretty sure i know like who and what i am because i've literally been like interested in this for like a decade now like honestly mm-hmm. um you know where you want to start because exactly it's going like, to evolve as you go deeper exactly. into your exploration because trust me when i first started this how did you some, get started so I, I was celibate you know right and um i was like i still want to work on my sexuality while celibate i'm not just going to sit here twiddling my thumbs like mm, twiddle you know? the diddle right <laughs> and so i i consciously said i want to get coaches for bdsm and then i met those two and we got into a bartering situation where my uh, coaching was very public. So I had to make like a public journal, okay. put out videos and things like that, and just be very public with the journey. Okay. And they were coaching me remotely. So they were in Tampa. I was all the way in San Diego. And that's so how, how did that work? What type of so how does that work? We would have video conferences and we would also have phone conversations or they would send me emails of my assignments. Huh. Um, so, for instance, one... Hold like on. what's a typical assignment? One of my favorite assignments. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I feel like I need. So hold on, hold on girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, no. I gotta it. talk about two of my favorite assignments. Well, the very first assignment that I had in fetish training with Jet Setting Jasmine and King New War mm-hmm. was to think of a fantasy that I wanted them to act out, and I had to direct it and also shoot it. And Hmm. this was to um, explore my fetish for voyeurism, so being a voyeur, Mm. and also also tapping into my desires to be a filmmaker. So I... um, that film in my bed was like my very first assignment mm-hmm. and it won an award, which is great. That's awesome. You know? And so <laughs> it was it was nice to That like, is validating as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, look at me. Award winning. <laughs> and then um the third assignment that I had was bondage. And they were like, Okay, we have somebody who's gonna come and meet you to put you in this, um, you know, in this shibari design and you have to wear it for 24 hours under your clothes. You also have to shower in it before you take it off. Mm. So I was met by this beautiful Just explain stranger. what that is. Oh, so <laughs> shibari, shibari is rope bondage and it, you can create different harnesses and different designs. You can create different like designs on the body with certain knots. So right. they sent this girl to me was a very beautiful woman. <laughs> this was her first time ever doing anything like this. So it was also an assignment for her too. Wow. So her assignment was to rope me up. So she came out on the door, do do do. All right, I'm here. She had her rope and stuff. She had her scissors and she had a paper that they gave her with a shibari design. And she actually did really good. I was like, <laughs> this your first time? For real? And so um, then she left and then I went out for the night. 
wearing this, you know, shibari design underneath my clothes. And I didn't wear a bra and I had like a shirt that was kind of sheer. Oh so people goodness. could see it a little bit. And they're like, what is that? <laughs> um, new voice from Victoria's Secret. Yep. 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 <laughs> that new, new, honey. The dark edition. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sleep in it and everything. And like. How so was that? What did it feel like? It was a great experience. I mean, <laughs> I like the feeling of like feeling hugged. Mm. And oh. so I didn't like the showering part much. <laughs> that does not no, sound No, I didn't like that part. I was like, fuck this shit. And it ended up coming <laughs> off. But, I mean, I enjoyed, like, this idea of this woman just coming out of nowhere who I didn't even know. Right. Tying me up. Like, I have to be naked in front of her. Like, it was a very vulnerable experience, you know. But I don't mind being naked. And very erotic. I, I, I drop sure. my clothes whenever, <laughs> you know. But it was just such a great experience. And I was like, wow, this coaching shit is lit. So, we did that for about a year. Wow. Close to like a year where they put me, you know, into different assignments and things like that. And the whole time you're celibate. Yeah. Wow. The whole time I was celibate. I would. I. I that's how. Yeah. How? Because. like <laughs> Because the pleasure in, in BDSM isn't even like penetrative sex. You know, right. You derive right. the pleasure from the actual fetish. So me watching other people have sex is like, yeah, I'm getting off right now. In my right. Mind. Like, you don't even know I'm over here. Like, <laughs> getting all the feels, you know. <laughs> Oh um, my God! I oh don't know. Gosh. Being well, a third wheel. We <laughs> have to wrap this up, and do I don't we? even want to. Yeah, it's, yeah, but we have to do a part two. Yeah, please come back again. Yeah, oh I'm, I'm here. Please in New come York, back you know? again. Yeah, please come back. We come would back, really love for you to. Yeah, go ahead. Let uh, let everybody know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> where they can find you because I know that this once this too. drops. This is fun. Once this Dang. drops, yes. Once this drops, and we <laughs> have it all over our social media, everything, they're going to be like, "Oh my god, where yeah, and how I do I get to?" You should have saw how giddy I was when I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I was so excited, and I was excited. I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like, I, like she ain't coming. She ain't checking for us. I yeah, like, yes." I'm so excited. Yep, I was coming. Listen, We're so excited to I love doing you. podcasts. It doesn't matter if it's like one listener or one million listeners. You know, oh. if people want to talk about sex, let's do it because we have to normalize these conversations. Absolutely. It shouldn't, it shouldn't just be something we talk about when there's a problem. You know, exactly. we should be able to talk in jest about her loving to suck a dick. You know, hello. We should be able. <laughs> we should be able to performing talk about head. performing <laughs> head. Excuse me, performing <laughs> head. <laughs> I mean, you know, I gotta make that into a t-shirt. Oh, oh my god! Yourself. I like Listen, to perform. I like head. And Would you I like would some it. by chance? I would wear it. I would wear it. Excuse me, sir. sir. Can I introduce some head? You know I what? Have a performance coming up. They would sell out at Crow Fest. <laughs> they <laughs> was. Listen, I have a. I, I'm gonna tell you my t-shirt idea after this because I don't want to put it on here. But I'm gonna make this t-shirt for cor- for Crow Fest that I cannot wait to wear. I'm about to actually. Thank you for reminding me. Mm. I'm do it. My schedule um, never syncs up with Crow. Oh my god! You have to make it happen. It's so fun. Oh my god. It's such a good time. We're not affiliated with it though, so we'll move on. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We would like for you to just tell our listeners Mm -hmm. what is one huge bit of advice outside of knowing yourself, because I think that's you know the main thing we always preach um, to people. But what is one big piece of advice you would give that would help people have better sex? Communicate. Boom. Mm. That's it. I mean, and you have to learn how to communicate. Because people think that they're communicating if they just say what they want. But see, communication is compassionate communication, meaning it comes from the heart. So if you're not making requests of your partner and making it okay either way, whether they want to join you in that or not, you're not communicating. If you're not speaking up when you want to experience something different and you're not making a request of your partner to switch things up, you're not communicating. If you're the receiver of the pleasure 
and you're being silent when you know something needs to be changed, you're not communicating. So, you know, people just need to learn how to communicate. And that's also being able to just express to yourself that you like certain things or enjoy certain things. Because when you try, like when a thought comes up in your head and you try to like suppress it, like, nah, nah, I shouldn't be thinking that. (laughs) How are you going to be able to express to people outside of yourself what it is that you Mm -hmm. truly like? So that's why I always suggest to people start a journal. Yeah. You want to start communicating, start a journal where you can write down all of your thoughts without judgment. That's a really good tip. It's therapeutic. You got to get this stuff out of your head because then if you can't speak it, at least you can write it down and right. you can read it back and you can and you can sit with that. Like, OK, let's so if y'all start getting letters from me. <laughs> See? <laughs> Like, like back in the day when they'd be like, check yes or no. Dear Amy, <laughs> my name is Angela and I love Angela. performing head. <laughs> Angela out here <laughs> sending the anonymous letter. letters. I don't do DMs. Angela's going to make a whole ghost account on Instagram just for the DM slide. Believe it. Like, believe it. How do you feel about booty? <laughs> right. How do you feel about booty? <laughs> my question is always like, I'm like, excuse me. Do you eat ass? <laughs> do, do, you do you eat, eat ass? ass? The gluteus maximus. Do you eat ass? Do you enjoy that? Yes. Do you? You know, I, I grew into it because mm. the first time I felt violated because right. he, didn't right. even, he didn't even ask me if I wanted that and my booty cheeks had been marinated You had all just day. posted about that, right? <laughs> the, the first time, no, anal sex you were posting about. Something. I, I probably posted it before. I know okay. I probably have, but like literally... This yeah, was, you got to be was, prepared for that. That's it was like, a surprise. He, you know, <laughs> it was a hot summer day. My booty cheeks <laughs> was sweating. He probably liked that better, though. He probably, but see, this is like marinating. This is the thing. <laughs> if if that is your thing, communicate that you to gotta me. You got to say that. I felt That's very so real. uncomfortable yeah. with the fact that I hadn't cleaned myself before right. he just dived <laughs> straight to my booty hole. Like, but they say grown men don't care about hair and they don't care about they don't care about they nothing. nothing. Listen, like you, you so fuck, like you just turn around and you just open your eyes. Like I want, I, had that. I want men to care about something. Please, I do want it's them true. to because I feel like if you just gonna dive into my booty, <laughs> un un unfreshened up, you probably dive into all other like dirty butt. And dirty I, butt. you know, <laughs> I I do have a standard of cleanliness right. that That's I hold myself real. to. And yes. if in this session yeah. you're like, I want you to come on unwashed unshaven okay cool communicate that to me i can come that way yeah because that's what you're telling me you prefer but if you just diving in no i'm like mm, this i have it for you i need uh. i need time because oh, i no. have a ritual of a dunk dive dunk dive, a dunk dive, dive. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that everything has been cleansed because yes. too i don't want nobody to come back like oh you made me sick well that was your fault because yeah. you into my body i didn't give you pink eyes right. I was, <laughs> you did it to got yourself everything clean i was wearing a thong you, you did Everything so traveled. <laughs> That's so. not. Yeah, men men need to understand that women. You know, yeah. there's like the there's the the picturesque version of us that in your heads that you have where we're constantly right. fresh and we just shits. smell like roses. Right. Exactly. I take shits, yo. Exactly. I take dumps. I like to fart. I do exactly. All of that. There's secretions. <laughs> the, yeah. There's like things so, yeah, happening sometimes when when my when my vagina is doing some extra. You yeah. Did, yeah. Sometimes some you just need. I need goes, a minute. Exactly. Some of that yo, flows back to my love. ass crack. I, I need a minute I, I gotta I be prepared to freshen up a little bit exactly. so can I have that time go ahead and drop them social medias yes yes tell them what Twitter. about you Twitter 
Go on Twitter. <laughs> at Glamazon Tayomi. Instagram at Real Glamazon Tayomi. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com slash Glamerotica 101 and Glamerotica 101.com. Boom. Yes. Now, I have an app that I'm dropping. <gasps> it's been in the works for about a year. Oh, my God. Um. So, and a uh, shout out to Instagram for deleting my first Instagram page at 100,000 <laughs> because it oh. inspired me to create my own platform where I don't have to deal with bullshit. So I'm literally in the final stages of getting everything together. And this is my solution for people who feel like I can't afford coaching. If you can afford Netflix... You can afford my app every Ooh, month, ma'am. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. Right. So what is? Yeah. I, I'm so I'm already so intrigued. First of all, let me just put it out here right now. We're gonna have you back to do a BDSM specific episode. Yeah, I like. We have to. I have to dive deeper into that. Thank you yes. so much for coming. You're welcome. Honestly, it's been way like it's the been thing, so the, much fun. And this is how you can tell a a, a sex like a sexpert for real or someone that actually, you know, does their craft versus someone that just likes to talk about sex. Because yeah. when we have people on that just want to talk about sex, we do, it's a laughable, fun thing and everything. And it's always a good time. But then mm-hmm. we have someone that comes on like you and you're actually dropping real knowledge right. about real connecting. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, Oh no, <laughs> this is like, <laughs> this is actually a profession. Like she's yeah. a professional. Yeah. Like she's not yes. out here just like, yeah, y'all. I'm not I like to, right, for yeah, exactly. Shaking my ass. Exactly. Like, I do I'm a sex expert because I know how to, you know, put it all the way back there. Like that's that's she's like, but listen, right. I'm gonna t- there's I mean, also that I, I come on these shows and I just drop knowledge. You know, I love it. And the the proof is in the work. You yes. know, and if you apply the things that I suggest and they work for your life, well, then that's the difference between a person who's just advocating for normalizing sex talk and a person who is doing the educating right and they're both necessary forces it's just that the general public can't different yes cannot differentiate between a person who's a sex advocate and a person who's a sex educator Oh, so go on yeah. and find yourself a sex educator. Yes. Follow Tayomi on all of her different yes. stuff, yes. and we are underqualified and overopinionated. And I'm sliding in DMs. She's Ooh. coming through. <laughs> Hide your husbands. Hide your 